Hello, we're back for part 64 of 100, and we're looking at the creative growth strategies for, for type fours today. We're wrapping up this mini-series on fours and creativity, so let's dive in. I think one of the biggest things uh, to work toward, and it's going to take different specifics for different people, but to, to work toward... Um, disconnecting productivity from mood to some degree. Having some strategies and practices in place to learn to better regulate uh, your feeling, not suppress it, not ignore it, not cut it off, but, but to regulate big feelings so as to not be derailed by every wave of it. And I do, the metaphor of a wave works for me because it, it feels like so much of, of my life, I, you know, these big waves of feeling and emotion, it was like, I would just get sucked under it. Or it's like when you, you see a surfer, like fall under and get caught in the tube of the wave where it just kind of rolls you around, like you're in a washing machine <laughs> under the water and like, you can't come up for air. Um, it can feel like that, that, that can be a description of what it might feel like to be overwhelmed by these big waves of, of emotion and feeling for fours. Um, but if, if you have the ability to surf those waves and, and to, to ride uh, above the water and not kind of either be tumbling under it or just kind of being treading, keeping your head above water. But if you can actually ride the wave, like if you can surf it, um, that can be thrilling, can be a real experience. It takes some control. It takes some skill. It doesn't ultimately take that long to get to shore. Like as quick as that wave can begin, it can, it can end and it can be done and it's a cycle. And, um, that's a helpful visualization to me. Now, I don't know what that practice is for you. Breath practice and some meditative practices are really helpful for me in practicing that ability to, um, so I can catch myself like when I can feel the waves coming in real time, so to speak, uh, with, you know, tensions in my, in my body and whatnot. And so whatever that looks like for you, somehow regulating that feeling so as to not be derailed in your creative work, um, when the waves come. Shifting one's focus from what is missing, because that's what fours naturally see. We miss what is not present. So if we, if we shift the focus from what's missing to what's present, that can activate some gratitude, which really gives us energy. And that is part of what that mantra that we started with, that you get to do this, not like you have to do this, oh my gosh, but you get to. Um, and, and that can, can tap into some of that gratitude energy. So if we're, if we're focusing always on what's missing, then we're missing what is present. And if we can shift that to focus on what's present, what we can be grateful for, then we can work with that. And that's a, a huge contributor to creativity and just consistency and um, our ability to be present and not ca caught up in longing for a past or future that we're imagining. And I think that fours, like all of the other types, really get access to some really valuable resources from those two resource points that fours move towards. So, so we gain access to two energy um, which is our stress resource point, but we can use that to, to connect with others and to, to turn outward. 
So, you know, the mantra for two was to turn inward because they're just almost exclusively focused outward. But fours are so inwardly focused that that two helps us from fully withdrawing into ourselves and, and reminds us to turn outward and to um, make things that are self-expressive, yes, are self-exploratory, yes, but that are valuable for and connect with other people, which is really the fulfillment. You know, being able to make something and share it with someone and have them connect with it, and that that is the real magic of creativity and what fours are, are seeking. And then on the flip side, that one energy that we access in our security resource point can help us move from more abstract ideas to uh, the practical realm. It can help us complete projects and organize our tasks and and follow those and, and follow through and iterate on all of that. Uh, it can help us move from this terrain of, of the subjective that we so naturally inhabit. And that's really valuable. Uh, but, but it's important to be able to pair that with some more objective reality to, again, actually make anything tangible in the world. And so that one space can be very, very helpful for force. And to come full circle, it's very helpful in that first um, growth point that I was talking about with that regulating of emotions, not cutting them off, but being able to uh, control those enough to stay the course uh, with whatever we may be working on. And that one energy is very helpful with that. All right. Finally, a few patron artists. Um, one of my favorite musicians and just a, a great human. I've met her a couple of times, Latifa Alatas, uh, who has a music project called Page CXVI, as well as Moda Spira, uh, is, an, is an Enneagram 4 and has talked about that with me before. Scott Erickson is a visual artist and an author who's a 4. Thomas Merton is a, a very famous or well-known monastic author and uh, an activist who is as relevant as ever these days and has some some really brilliant writing. A couple kind of quintessential stereotypical fours, um, Bob Dylan, Prince for sure, Joni Mitchell, and a lot of people think that Anne Frank was was very likely a four, and that's interesting to me because I was just I was obsessed with her as a child, and I think sometimes the the people that we're drawn to end up being uh, people maybe of our enneagram type. I've, I've heard that from others as well. So anyway, that, those are some names of artists and creators of various kinds that um, embodied this four personality. And that'll do it for type four and creativity. Uh, let me know what, what did I miss? What did I explore that was helpful? What questions do you have? Uh, would love to, would love to hear from you. And next up we will move on to type five and I'm going to follow up type five, uh, with a conversation with a, a dear friend of mine and Enneagram colleague who is a five. And we had a really really interesting conversation that I, I can't wait to share with you. So follow along the next few days and you will get to hear that. All right. Thanks. Bye.